Hey everyone, welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cockburn. I want to welcome you to uh, episode 161 of the new media show. Of course, I'm joined with my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenlee. Good morning, Rob. How are you? Good morning, Todd. We're just on the cusp of uh, springing forward and uh, and you're going to start losing more sleep, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm going to have to get up <laughs> at 5 a.m. instead of 6 a.m. to do this show. So yeah, it sucks. I was just, I, I scheduled a whole bunch of calls next week and now I'm really screwed because I'm going to have to get up at like four. I'm going to have to be on the phone at 4 a.m., but I don't know why I didn't realize the clocks are springing ahead, but you guys don't care about that. They're on the show. No, and- that's true because they're, <laughs> they're watching this, this show anytime, right? That's they're, right. Yeah. But more so. importantly, we finally have the one and only Mr. Rob Walsh with this. Good morning, Rob. How are you? I am doing good. It's good to be here. Finally, basketball season's over. Yeah. How, how'd, you, how'd, your, how'd your team do? I am officially the worst coach of fifth grade basketball <laughs> in uh, the state of Kansas. We were 0-11. Character oh, wow. building, Rob. That's what it's all it, about, right? It was. We were in the lowest rec league in division, and we were the only team without a win. Oh, so man. It was, uh, it was brutal. Yeah. You know, I've... I've been on some soccer teams like that before, and you're just like, great job, great job. And then you're, <laughs> of course, then I'm like in the car, not everyone can be a winner. If you suck, you're going to lose, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, character building for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was, I, I, I sent a screenshot to, to Rob uh, from one of the games, the halftime score, and no lie, the halftime score was two to one. <laughs> Oh man! Well, for basketball, for basketball, yeah, for basketball. yes, basketball. That's a yes. baseball score. Tom. Oh my gosh! A soccer it, score. It, yeah, it, it took like no, that six, was a bas- it, basketball score. <laughs> well, it took about five seconds to kind of like register there. What the heck you were saying? But well, anyway, you have nowhere to go but up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is true. Next year we can only get better. Oh or man. Well, I, I do want to give everyone an update, and I got uh, a lot of private email asking me not to share anything that they people have sent me. <laughs> yes, uh, we agree with the, your emails, oh, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, but I, I did hear from the Omni folks, they are not going to be on the show. They, are, they have nothing to say about anything we said. And they are going to focus on their customers. So um, we will not talk about them anymore. Well, Todd, also, also, you have to keep in mind, too, the time zone difference so, between okay, uh, us and them is significant. They'd be doing the show like at 3 in the morning or something like that. So, yeah. Well, wait, wait a second. They are podcasters. What does that have to do with <laughs> time? has no bearing, right, with they, podcasting world. Right. That's right. It shouldn't, should it? They're they're nine to fives in the in Australia, so it's it's okay. We're all right, and uh, you know we we're sorry you couldn't handle our our criticism. So, um, I, I just don't get it. You know, I'm we gave them the opportunity to come on and 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 talk, and uh, and say their piece and tell me how we're tell us how we're screwed up, but um, they won't. So maybe they're unwilling to uh, go underneath the scrutiny on which the podcast community pretty much operates under. So that'll be, I'm being really, well, I think, I'm really I mean, being Todd, an ass I think, here. But. I mean, it, it, it actually goes even a little bit beyond that. I think um, it's not so much that we were criticizing. We just want to uh, understand. And it's just like, we don't really have a, 
a clearer idea of what they're actually doing versus what their claims are. So um, that, I mean, I think we, we'd all like to look under the covers, but I think a lot of people have looked at this over many years and it's, it's not quite as simple as it seems, it, you know, so. Got to watch out. Sometimes when you lift up that skirt, it winds up being a kilt. Yes, yeah, that's right. it does. Uh, yes, we're starting early. We apologize. Uh, I have to be out of here. Hard stop at 8 a.m. my time. I got a kid to be on the bus for soccer by 8.30. So, and I have a 20-minute drive in town. So um, that's why we're starting early today. But anyway, enough on Omni and that lifting of the skirt and getting a <laughs> kilt or something. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, anyway, big news, of course, this week, uh, a lot of actually a lot of podcasting news this week. But of course, the big one that kind of everyone's talking about is the Infinite Dial 2017 report. And, you know, I know both Rob's have some discussion to get into here on this. And I think we just kind of jump deep in. And for those of you that don't know, this is the Edison Research Report that comes out every year, talks about basically audio. And uh, they lay out their thoughts on what's happening via survey in the podcasting, streaming media, and just about every anything to do with audio they talk about. So just off the top of the, without we going into any charts yet, what do you guys think of the report this year? Well, I think overall it's good to see upward movement um in the the numbers but i think we do have some questions about the samples i know um you know and how they got the data and rob i know is it, it has some thoughts on that too but it's always good to see big big jumps in the bars going up so todd are you going to be able to pull up yep. any of the slides yep okay. i'm primed and ready rob right. w any thoughts yeah. overall on this yeah <clears throat> Again, if you take out the numbers and look at the trend lines, those are good um, for, for some of the slides. Uh, but one of the things that jumps out at me is the interviews were 51% landline, 49% cell phone. Why are you only doing 49% cell phone in this day and age? Um, you know, even in one of their own slides, they say 80% of people have smartphones. Uh, you, you would think they would want to skew that a little bit higher cell phone. And as we know, looking at stats, about 85% of downloads right now for podcasts are direct to mobile devices. Uh, so for podcasting, at least this, I think these numbers are lower than they, uh, the survey numbers are lower than reality. I just, you know, I, I, I know some people still have landlines, but if you're calling people with landlines still, I don't know, nationally, I'd like to see something from like, uh, you know, one of the big, uh, you know, AT&T or whoever still has landlines these days, what their actual penetration is. It's got to be like dropping like a rock, doesn't it? Eight percent. It's. I, I looked it up. Uh, according to the CDC, which for some reason they track this, eight percent of uh, Americans still use, have just landline. Just so a landline. Only eight percent, just landline. What's the split then? Do they report? Forty-seven percent just cell phone. Oh, so what about just forty one percent both? Both yeah. forty one. Mm -hmm. Well, so you know, if you look at it that way, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt then that their margin of error in calling people and I'm sure they have some sort I don't know how they come up with their calling list. That would be a I'm sure it's some random thing. I I don't know how they do that, but 
I'd like to be one I'd of like those people that get called. I'd one. like to see it like sixty forty yeah. cell phone to to landline. Yeah. So are they they trying to overcompensate for people that maybe are less technical that they they want to pull in there that maybe tend to listen to maybe radio more? But but it seems like that this study is is really geared towards online stuff. So if you're, mm-hmm. I don't know if the landline folks are really online much. So yeah, I guess but- that. That's the challenge, right? But the question is, you know, if I look at, I, I be honest with you, I understand, and I got called out, um, you know, I, even people that are have social economic challenges, most folks have a cell phone, mm-hmm. have a smartphone, yeah. you know, I, very few people, and, and again, you know, well, I, someone called me out and said, that's a, you know, that's not a nice thing to say, but, um, and I, do they have data? Uh, here, here's my here's my guess. If you were to look yeah. at the people that only had a cell phone, only had a landline, versus those that only have a cell phone, the economics are actually be higher. People are going to have more income on the on the right. landline only versus right. the cell phone. Right. Because if you have a if you have a cell phone, at You're least then both. you can get data and everything else. You can get email and you know the all the stuff that you can't get with a regular landline. You know. Well, anyway, maybe. Uh, I'm sure every time we talk about this uh, report, I get feedback from the the source themselves. So we'll <laughs> we'll see if Tom comes back and uh, says, "Hey, uh, this oh, this is how our this is how we, we should, break we, it up." We I guess we should put in the um, the clause. Then we really appreciate that they do this report yeah, every yeah, year. So yeah. thank you guys for doing yeah, that. Absolutely, yeah, totally, totally. It's all great. It's just we're trying to get to as accurate a number as we can. And I guess uh, oh. if the number could be higher, that's good. <laughs> Tom's on the chat. He says the split we use is from the CDC stats and guys, I'm right here. There's a random digital dial study executed to the highest standards of survey research. You have questions about it. I'm here. Cool. So the split we use is from the CDC stats. So, okay. So cool. there we, there we answer it. Tom, thanks for being on board and being in yeah. the chat room today. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you just love that instant feedback? Okay. Yeah. So let's let's uh, bring up their first slide. Power of live, right? Tom? Yeah, that's it. And uh, Tom can sit here and, and smack me if I say something. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, first slide up as their the big jump, uh, fifty-five to sixty percent. I'm glad to see this. Uh, um, I think it's higher, but I'm glad it's made a big jump on their side too. Percent familiar with the term podcasting population twelve and over so uh this is the second biggest jump in you know the the biggest one obviously was 2015 2016 but another nice nice pop for 2017 eh yeah it's, good. it's a good thing we didn't give up on the name podcast <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's right yeah i just saw someone debating that the other day that, i'm like that doesn't on. seem to be holding podcasting back <laughs> no, just, well, just like yeah. just like give it up dudes it's it's time to move on that's the that's done. So 168 million people. And, you know, the way I kind of, you know, we do our own little extrapolation. And I haven't, and I'll be honest, I haven't done one since maybe last June or something like this because I had a New York Times reporter call me. And, and really, the only thing I, the only way I can extrapolate it out on the estimated number of people listening to a podcast is based on our sample of stats. And then we can look and say, okay, I've got this many active podcasting clients that are um, basically producing a show every month. And then I have, uh, and again, this is not like, this is Todd's math. This isn't, you know, any uh, math geniuses math. 
then I say, okay, I know in the iTunes directory there are X number of active shows because I can I can see how many exactly active shows there are in the in the in basically the three hundred seventy five thousand listings that are on iTunes, and then um, of course I, I look at this globally. I don't look at it U.S. only, and if I've extrapolated out, I I think this hundred sixty eight million number as far as um, this survey goes. Um, it's probably pretty close. I think we said like 175 last year or something like that is what we, what we mm-hmm. kind of estimated. And it was again, Todd math, nothing fancy. It was, you know, 20 minutes of working with a calculator. So, you know, it really wasn't super scientific, but I, I'm not, I'm not surprised this number's at 168. Rob, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's it's pretty close. I I would guess I'm not you know looking at it scientifically at all, but I definitely like it. <laughs> that it's that it's up that high. You know, I think it's it's moving in the right direction. So so we're obviously doing something right. I don't know that we have a, um, you know, we can talk about other issues, but but I think familiarity will lead adoption. So that's always a good thing. Yeah, Rob uh, Rob Walsh, any any thoughts? Yeah. I mean, the one number we'll get to in a couple slides is, you know, how many people are listening monthly? And I think that's a more important number. Okay. It um, is. Yeah. And, because right. uh, I know, and, and, yeah. And that's up, you know, last year it was 21%, and then they jump up to 24% this year. So that number keeps rising. Again, I, I think the trend lines on a lot of these are more important than the actual numbers and that, that we're seeing upward trends. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And I've got, I've got whole numbers that I'm using too, because I don't, you know, I just use, actual data in the database so here's the next slide percent ever listened percentage ever listening to a podcast so i guess that means the number of people that ever listened so 2017 40 percent four percent jump estimated 112 million so that's the basically the top end number they think they have ever listened to a podcast according to the survey was so I guess if you map this number that. with the prior slide, the 168 million. So what we're saying here is 112 million of the 168 million that are aware of it or familiar with it are listening, right? Yeah, and, and, There's and a mind you, this correlation is, there. We have to remember this is U.S. Right. So this isn't. Right. So if it's 112 yeah, million that right. listen U.S. and we look in our numbers and we say we're 57 percent U.S. for our downloads. Yep. You take that number and divide it by 0.57 to get a global number. Yeah, yeah. I think the the data that I look at, um, and and again, uh, most of our business is in the U.S., so I'm only looking at U.S. shows. Um, you know, 80, 82, 83 percent of the listening on our, at least on our customers, are is U.S. based. It's but again, I don't have this huge huge bevy of uh, international customers either. So, um, but you know, the podcasting space and, you know, look at Brazil, it's just, you know, some of the smallest shows in Brazil are, oh my God, they're just absolutely, they would make most of the top shows in the United States here pale in comparison. Um, you know, there's shows down there doing a million, two million uniques, uh, you know, every episode. And, uh, so it's, you know, it all depends on the market too. All right. Um, next slide. This is percent listening to a podcast in the last month. So this is a little different number. Twenty-four uh, percent up from twenty-one. Estimated sixty-seven million. 
Again, another nice bump. I if if there was one slide I was gonna, I would actually, mm, you know, based on just the date I see, I think my numbers are much higher on this on the estimated uniques monthly. I don't know, Rob Walsh, with you, any any yeah, I thoughts? I mean, our our monthly uniques are higher, but again, you know, I went back and I looked at our numbers, and it was like fifty seven point two percent comes out of the U.S. Right. So again, when you take that number and if you divide it by fifty-seven point two, yeah, um, you know that brings that whatever that brings that sixty-seven million up over a hundred million. Yeah. Um, so, and someone yeah. out there with the calculators probably faster than I'm going to do it here. So let's see. Uh, yeah, my numbers globally are over a hundred million. Well, 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 well over. 100 yeah, it's a hundred. That puts it at one hundred and seventeen million. Yeah. So. so you know, kind of similar, similar data on two, you know, two different right. data sets here. But uh, again, U.S. only. So. so, so speaking of that, I mean, I wonder uh, if we'll ever see kind of a global number here, or is it always going to be by country? I think I, I was just thinking about that. It's, hey, well, hey uh, Rob, uh, yeah. why don't you ask hey. Spreaker to get the checkbook out and uh, pay Edison <laughs> to do a global one? Well, they there are doing go. Australia. <laughs> they they mentioned at the end of the report, the session, they mentioned they're going to do Australia. Are they now? Okay. Yeah. Well, and, I should probably do Canada and the UK, probably. Yeah, and, and Tom says there are huge differences by country and podcast consumption. I, I, I would have definitely imagined yeah, that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I kind of wonder if we'll ever really see a global one. Um, or how, is it always going to be broken up by country? How about it, Tom? You guys ready to do a global one? Uh, you just need someone to, to sponsor it? <laughs> you know? I think, I think the global data, to me, um, you know, we look at the... Um, you know, what I carry at, at blueberry.com is I carry the top 10 countries in the directory. So when I say 375,000 that is in our directory, that's including the nine other countries well, 10 other countries besides the U S. So, um, I think that, uh, you know, that the space is on the move, you know, globally, but you know, it's, it's still the majority of it is in like, you know, the top 10, 12, 13 countries that are, External to the U.S. Oh, yeah. yeah, Tom and, says and write the, the check. Really, yeah. <laughs> write the check. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I pulled it up. We see U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, yeah. Sweden, Japan, China, Korea, uh, Korea, and then Germany and France. That's our top ten. Yeah, in that order. Our number two is uh, by far um, easily Brazil at this point, but we've got a huge number of Brazil customers too. So, um, okay. Well, anyway, let me go ahead and move on to the. Next slide. This is Guys, the. Have you seen a growth in listening coming out of China at all? Oh, have you guys seen any? China's always bump? been pretty steady. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think. And, what do you think? Do you think it's expats, or you think that's uh, locals? I think most. A lot of it is people wanting to learn to speak English. A lot of the podcasts that do really well are the ESL podcasts out of China. They're the sure. ones like Grammar Girl does really right. good in China. And people education podcasts seem to do really well. Of course, they might be might be blocking all the other podcasts if it's a yeah, right. especially the political so, ones, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's something we ought to find out sometime. What the the access, you know, if if they do block, if the Great Firewall of China blocks uh, political shows, would be curious to see that. Okay, the next one is um, the next slide. Let me bring it up here is uh, percent listening to a podcast in the last month by age group, mm -hmm. um, 12 to 24, 25 to 54, and 55 and above. 
Um, I think the thing that uh, is interesting is that the 12 to 24 group age group stayed at 27 percent. The 25 to 54, which we've always said is the high majority of podcast listeners, um, at least in our demographic data, they always come in, you know, uh, 45, 50 percent. So thirty-one uh, percent by this survey. So the twenty-five to fifty-four, and the and what surprises me is the fifty-five and above number being as being lower. We're we always see it a little higher, but um, Rob, yeah. I mean, our de- our data is the same way as yours, Todd. You know, it's what we see. We've always seen the 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 actually, I'd say thirty-five to fifty-five as as the big group. Yeah, the biggest group is thirty-five to yeah. fifty-five for sure. Sure, but I've never we and that's the way I break it out. I. I don't even go down to 12. I say 18 to 25, 25 to 35, mm-hmm. 35 to 55, and 55 and above. So, but uh, 31%, at least on their data that they got here. But it just still shows. And, and I, I, you know, and I question, you know, Tom, I know you guys have, this two years in a row, you've come up with this number, but I, I just look at this from a perspective of what I see in my car. You know, and my kids are with me, and I have, Three in this twelve to twenty-four age group, they are not listening to podcast. And they're, well, listening that, to, they're listening that to Pandora. That skews towards the higher end of that. So I would say, if you're just looking at twelve to eighteen-year-olds, I I would say, yeah, you're right, Todd. It's a lot lower, right? Mm-hmm. But is there is there that much? What we need to do is I need to find this content. This eighteen to twenty-five-year-olds video game to. video game podcast. Uh, well, the, oh, okay, makes sense. Wrestling podcasts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the millennial age group, right? Mm-hmm. At the higher end of that. Mm-hmm. And you also don't forget all the uh, uh, Harry Potter podcasts. Yep, do real well in that age group. So and it does. I do see it shift into the left, though. I have, you know we've seen, you know, and I'm glad. I'm glad we're seeing some of these younger folks come in. Um, you know, we've seen a little bit of shifting to the left. I I think it's important. I hope it continues to shift. Because guess what it does? It really screws radio. <laughs> you know, when the twelve to twenty-four year olds abandoned uh, the FM dial, you know that's to me that's always a win. And uh, because you know the twenty-five to you know the thirty-five to the forty-fives probably aren't, or thirty-five to you know to death are probably not abandoning the radio dial as much. But the more the twelve to twenty-four year olds come in that are completely abandoning the, the radio dial, that to me just makes me jump for joy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead here. Um percent listening to podcasts in the last month. Uh let's see. This is uh men 27%, yeah. women 21. I'm trying to figure By gender, it out. yeah. Right. And, and, I and thought in it the was last more two, in the last yeah. I say if you go back 3 years ago when they they had it at 17 and 16 when they were equal Boy, that did not jive with what we see. We see over 60% male on podcast consumption. Well, I will tell you this. You know, if you just, and, and this has nothing in relation to the survey. The shows. Yeah. This has nothing to do, but if you, you like the events that we've been going to lately, it's been like yeah. 50-50, you know. Yeah. Or the, maybe the podcast was like 65-35, but it was, or maybe 60-40, but you know, look at, uh, you know, you look at the, events it's pretty equal there's a lot of women out there producing content right now so i would think that the the lady numbers would be going up 
a lot. Well, and a lot of a lot of the most popular shows are are hosted by women these days. So, so yeah, you know, I, I'm surprised that it's skewed still so heavily towards men. But I guess you know, Rob, based on what you're saying. Uh, I mean, we, yeah, I here's what, here's what I say. If someone came to you and they and they wanted a show that was skewed heavy female versus, a, a, and then they came to you and said, "I want shows that are skewed heavy male," you can have a lot easier time finding shows skewed heavy male than you are heavy yeah. female. Well, and and that's true. If you look back over the history of podcasting, it's been a predominantly dominated male yeah. listening audience for years. It's only been the last few years, and you can see it in the numbers here, yeah. where it's it's been, you know, it's been climbing. You know the thing, and uh, we want that woman, dem, uh, the the women demographic, to grow because in many households they are the deciding factor on whether something gets bought or not. You know, they even that's true. usually they have to sign off on hubby's purchase too. So, you know, if they're the more they listen and the more they're exposed to, you know, the advertising and everything else, it's it's good for us. Um, they're the gatekeepers of the purchasing. Yeah, yes. in in a lot of families, they are. So, uh, very, very cool. But, uh, all right, let's go on to the next, next one here. Uh, this one is the percentage we're listening to a podcast in the last week. So 2016, 13%, 2017, 15%. So not a big jump. Um, I wish this number would really grow. Yeah. So cool slide. I really don't have any additional comments on it so why do you think we're seeing this so flat uh is it is it more of a an issue around subscription models around podcasting i mean are people just kind of swooping in and swooping out looking at particular episodes you think of shows that maybe are virally spread or recommended or what's going on i don't i mean if you if you look at it in 2015, it was 10%. In 2017, it's 15%. That's a 50% increase. So it's not really yeah. flat. I think it's oh, it's it's how true. they how they printed out the slide. You could have made that's this true. slide um, where you scaled it where the top was 16% and the and the bottom was 5%, and it would have changed how this scale how the right. slide looks quite a bit. Yeah. So you can. Yeah. I I think this slide looks flat just how they put it out. Um, but when you go from 10 to 15 in two years, that, that's Fifty percent rise. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good growth. Um, but but the overall number it seems to be a little anemic on, on a weekly basis. I mean, does that mean that people aren't really in a huge percentage listening to podcasts on a regular basis? They're coming in and out of it uh, in longer time frames. You know, I can only speak from personal experience, and because I do a show that content is. As soon as I publish it, it's aging, and within 96 hours, it's basically, you know, it's it's expired. So I think it's also a lot dependent on the type of content. I know my audience, you know, based on the response, is in there immediately and listens to the show. But, I, you know, I'm doing a show that's focused towards that's how you have to listen to it. If you don't, it sucks. You know, if yeah. you come in five days later, you don't listen to the episode from last week. You may listen to the first 15 minutes, but if you have a yeah. show that is got that long tail content, it doesn't really matter when people listen and they can binge listen, which a lot of people I think are doing, but, um, you know, I'd like to walk around a gym sometime and just ask people, what are you listening to? You know, and, and, and you know, I'm sure majority of them are listening to, to some sort of music, but, uh, just to get an idea. But, um, I think people that are po- producing shows on a regular basis and have a dedicated onset, P1 listeners in there, but this is a much broader 
you know, a much broader group of people that they're talking to, too. This is average Joe on the street. You know, if you think about it, if it's an average Joe on the street, 15% is pretty, like Rob said, pretty doggone good. Yeah. You know? It's not any, any we got to remember, we're not, we're, this is survey is not talking to a listener. This is talking to average Joe citizen. Mm-hmm. So if, if 15% are saying they've listened to one in the last week, that, I think that bodes pretty well for us. The fans are going to be, you know, the guys that are in there that have been listening to podcasts perfectly. That, you know, if they, if they talk to all those, that number would be at 90%. But that's not who they're talking to here. So, um, yeah. Hey, hey, Tom, next time, make the top of the slide 16%. Make it look better <laughs> for us. Be, then we can take a screenshot of it and use it in our presentations. Yeah. Tom says, wouldn't call it flat given the history of the meeting, but I think one of the biggest drivers of listening right now is cross-promotion. Rob, we don't break our graphs to show things bigger or smaller, but you're right that weekly going from 10 to 15 in two years is pretty good growth. Yeah. And, um, but is there something holding this back is, I guess where that's where my, my little alert flag goes up. Is there something that's, that the medium is not doing or something around consumption. I, you know, um, I think, I think we've made it as easy as we can up to this point based upon what's available. You know, we've made it easy for them to subscribe. You know, just one click, they can subscribe. They can listen on demand if they want and actively play a show or as some people are calling it, stream the show. Um, I, I think it's really then it's true. I think it's about shows getting the word out and promoting and exposure and cross promotion. And it's a long form medium and it takes a long time for growth. I mean, it's just, we're not a hockey stick medium. I wish we thought we were going to be (laughs) people get into it, hoping, you know, people get into it and get frustrated because we're not a hockey stick and they want to talk about the hockey stick, but it's, that's not, you know, it's taken us 12 years to get to this point. And from a podcaster's position, you know, it's amazing to me how many, I mean, it, it is not slowing down. You know, I'm having, you know, just from a, if I, if I use sales as a, um, as a metric, you know, I've broken three sales record in the past two weeks. So it's, 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 um, the growth is, is there. It's, you know, it's from a content wise. You know, a lot of content. And, of course, a huge number of radio folks coming in, too. A huge number. Um, which, you know, maybe the maybe the folks in radio are smelling a sinking ship. But, anyway, well, it's been sinking for a while. Should, should be interesting, our panel at NAB. Oh. What kind of oh. questions we get. Uh, are we bringing a shield, you know, one of those shields so that they can't throw tomatoes at us? <laughs> All right, here's the... Here's one I like. Listen, this is one I find fascinating. Um, average of five podcasts listened per week. So uh, if you look at this, one, 16%, two, 24%, three, 19, four to five, 20, six to 10, 13, 11 or more, eight. Gotta love those guys. Um, no, mind you, he said in the past, this is when they, number of podcasts, this means number of episodes, not different shows. Oh, different number of episodes. Right, Still, right. I'm, I, so Tom, is that correct? So he can chime in, but yeah. in the past it was it was clarified that meant five different episodes. So seventy nine percent are listening to five or fewer episodes in a week. So if yeah, you, that probably needs to be clarified in the slide because people use that term podcast to describe a series. 
right as well as a episode so clarification on that would be a smart thing i think yeah and with you know and still if you think about this if this is the average we're asking average joe citizen this is not a podcast you know this is not a podcast super fan uh to think that 24 percent are listening to let's just say two episodes yeah tom said yep you're correct rob that it is number of episodes versus number of podcasts. So if they're listening to two episodes, 24% are listening to two episodes. Um, and the, some of the average shows are doing one episode per week. That means at least 24% are probably listening to at least two different shows. And then when you get into these three or more that, you know, I, I you know, cause there's not a lot of shows that do the more than one episode a week. There's some, but well, it depends on if they're binge listening or not. That's right? well, that's true too. But again, it's the question is you number. You got Joe podcasts. Rogan who does anywhere from one to five episodes a week, and they're two and a half hours long. So people can't <laughs> listen to the whole thing, you know. Yeah, I know. You know, I listen to No Agenda. My God, it's a two and a half hour show, and it takes me, you know, uh, three days of driving to get through it, and then that's on top of the other, you know, uh, ninety shows that I'm sampling for the for a ten day period. So it's uh. I I, th- I think this number's good. I, I, I like this. Um, and I don't know if there's a comparison number from years in the past. That would be kind of cool to see. It was it was actually the same last year. It was 79% as well. Was it? Okay. The, yeah, for the for five or less. So average of five episodes, essentially listen per week versus podcast listen to a week. Okay. All right, next slide is um, device used most often to listen to podcasts. This slide... It makes me scratch my head just a little because um, it doesn't completely jive at all with what I'm seeing anymore. But um, it is interesting that still 33% of these respondents said they listen via computer. I mean, we look at where the downloads are going to, and it's 85% um, yeah. in January. Uh, went or was it, yeah, January it was the last time I looked at it. Uh, went directly to a mobile device. Yeah. Well, I mean, and what's what's the definition of a computer these days, too? I'm not. I, that's getting a little. Uh, well, I easy. think I think well, well uh, up top they say smartphone, tablet, portable device. So yeah, so we we yeah, see the I number as eighty five fifteen computer. So it, it's I don't. It's it, on the Windows side, it gets gets a little hazy. Well, um, yeah, but still, Rob, I think most people. When they when you say computer, they're thinking their laptop or desktop. And when people say smartphone or a mobile device, that means a, a tablet. But maybe you know, I, I don't know. But I, I just I mean, find I own a, a a tablet that's actually a computer. So I don't, and I use it as such. So I'm just some of these things are a little bit kind of gray right now. And now, granted, a lot of people, I mean, a certain amount of people still have desktops. If that's what we're talking about here, computers are considered just desktop computers. And I guess that makes sense. I, I I will agree though. I'm this is the only this is probably the biggest disparity number from what I see from you know, and I, I agree, I think we're at like eighty six or eighty seven percent. And I didn't run yeah, the numbers th- last month. This so. is a slide this is a slide none of us will use in any of our presentations. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Now, I well, wonder how well, we can, well, how can we help Tom with this question? I, I, I it's pretty straightforward though. Device used most often to listen yeah. to podcasts. It's you can't. Well, it's it's, just, it's, it's not it's, ambiguous. It's not an ambiguous. It's a good question. So, well, I, I mean, and where does the the um, the 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 echo fit into this? Is that considered a that, portable that device? Be, or? Yeah, that's going to be other. 
computer no. or what is it? Yeah, that yeah, you have to have a um, next year time. You're gonna have to add uh, um, what, what would you call it? Home automation or home? Oh, that's yeah. Tom says Todd Cochran, your numbers Smart don't speaker. include Todd Cochran. Your numbers don't include public media for the most part. Things are very different show to show there on public media. Oh, so NPR stuff? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but, yeah, but, but you're doing samples but Tom, of But Tom, my numbers people. are way bigger than NPR. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, my sample size is much bigger. But Yeah. So, and, and, and to be honest with you, I know no one that listens to NPR. Of course, my circle friends might be different, but um, I know they're popular, but... And we have PRI in our stats, and we have uh, APM. So, yeah, we do have actually do have a bunch of radio stations that host with us. So we do actually have radio stations yeah. um, looking at well, the numbers. Well, it's just, you know, we'll have to agree to disagree on this one. It's okay. Um, you guys, you don't see enough data to have a take on this. I don't know. Uh, Tom, I see I have 45,000 active shows. I have a pretty. Tom, Tom, I've got a lot more data than you do. No <laughs> offense. Yeah, no uh, offense. And, and Billions have- of downloads and you know, if you took all the NPR stuff and all the WNYC stuff and all the BUR stuff and 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 Serial and This American Life, and you combined it and doubled it, it's still not as the amount of downloads we see in a month. So, and 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 it's it's pretty broad. It's radio. It's and I ha- oh by the way, I do have some public radio. Of course, it's mm-hmm. a you know it's it's like small stations in the Midwest mm-hmm. and so forth. So I do have uh, some public radio stations, but um, yeah, this one I don't know. I just I I think it's. In my opinion, uh, I, I just know what we see. And again, it's a global thing. I'm just, I'm not looking at U.S. only. I'm looking at global data. So, yeah. all right, let's yeah, switch. It's, it's tough because we're we're comparing survey research right, question right, right, data right, right, with right. Actual, it's actual data. Right? Yeah, and from it's asking. Gonna, and it, and they, the they got the, the numbers they got are the numbers they got, you know. So it's, yeah. it, it, it does make me scratch my head, but it's it's okay. It is what it is. I think though the slide that surprised me the most is this one. Oh yeah, is podcast listing locations at home eighty percent, and I mm-hmm. and I don't have anything to compare this to. I don't have a, uh, I can't say this is right or wrong, but I was kind of blown away. Eighty percent at home. I was like, whoa. Now again, this is ever listened to a podcast. So where you can say I've listened at home, I've listened in the car, I've listened at work. You can you you. This is a multi-response one. This isn't. So remember, these numbers they add up to more than a hundred percent. So, um, I would have thought that the car and truck one would have been higher, but uh, well, and also at at work too. Well, you know, you you you're competing at work sometimes for, sure. you know, they're playing over the the office. Someone's playing Pandora, or Spotify, or whatever, and and you know you're plugging your your buds in to listen to something. I'm not surprised about the at work one at all because okay. you're competing with, you know, you have a bunch of people in the office, especially if you're doing a cube work or something, or you're in an open working environment. It's not necessarily, you just can't pull, unless you're plugged in. You're well, not going to play it through your speakers. Right, right, play, right, right. Play it into headphones or something. But, but yeah, I'm surprised at the 80% at home. Um, well, you know, if you think about it, this is, this is what I've always said about podcasting. What do I do first thing in the morning? Boom. I start listening to a podcast. I started playing first thing and I get in the office. If I don't have a call, I'm listening. I get, I get ready to take my kid to school, I grab my mobile phone. I go to the car. It transfers via blue. You know, it just keeps on going and Bluetooth in the car. 
and drive and come back and back at home. So I'm technically listening at home and I'm listening in the car. So I don't think I have any surprise here. Well, I kind of wonder, it would be a interesting question to ask here is, uh, what, what percentage of, uh, of podcast listening happens in, uh, work at home situations? Um, are, are, are podcast listeners disproportionate, um, um, people that work from home or, or the, or the question that might be interesting is where do you listen to podcasts most? If you look at this, you would, it, it should come right. up as home. Well, that's, but, that's an X slide is, Oh, it is. They listen most. Yes. Oh, okay. So I didn't, we're jumping ahead here. Yes, there I am. Go. All right, here it is. Oh, 52% at home, 18% in car and truck at work, 12%. Running transportation, 3%. At gym, working out, 3%. Walking around, 3%. Other nine. So I guess this, if I add this up, this is probably 100. So at home, 52. Hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's different than what we see from the data. I mean, we see a huge drop on numbers on the weekend. Uh, when we look at our data, I mean, you look at Saturday and Sunday, it's 25% easy. But, but that's, more not, that's not the low. question they're asking here. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, specifically for where do you listen to the most? Most, right. You know, so again, I it's, have no ancillary data to say this people are, are or not. I just find it pretty fascinating. I just, I'm, I'm amazed yeah. that people are listening at home as much as and they, Yeah. And also, I mean, if I think back to the early days of this, this well, not necessarily podcasting back in the early days of the, the, the streaming distribution I used to do of my own radio show. Um, people would listen more on the weekends and this was back in the, the early two thousands and we've seen a big shift, uh, with people, um, not listening on the weekends anymore. Yeah. I think early on, I think a lot of people were listening to online audio at work because the bandwidth was better. Um, so now people are getting fast bandwidth at home and in their mobile devices and you're starting to see that, I mean, it's been going on for many years now, people shifting their consumption um, well, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking at weekends and it's, interesting. I'm looking at current data. I mean, current data that we're seeing is Wednesday is the biggest day of the week for downloads. Yep. But again, um, it has yeah. nothing to do with this slide guys. Right. Just so no, remember. That's right. It doesn't. Right. Now, completely now here's the thing. Topic. If, if people really are listening at home the most. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying now. I mean, you're yeah, making right. the, the supposition, am I using that word right? right. That if right. they're, if the biggest listening day is Wednesday, they're not at home, they're at work. Right. Right. So that's what I'm saying is we see big, you know, Wednesday is the biggest day. Tuesday, Thursday is the next biggest day. Then a little bit of drop on Monday, Friday and a huge drop, 25% drop on, on Saturday, Sunday. Um, but if, and, pe- but if, but if going back to the other data, if mm-hmm. people are listening to two, one, two or three episodes a mm-hmm. week. Mm. at least in this survey group it would kind of you could handle one or two on a weekend and again it's for this survey group um well well, here's what i want to get at though if these numbers are accurate and 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 not saying they are or aren't i'm just saying if they are what we can expect to see from this at home number is things like alexa and google home becoming more and more of a predominant player in consumption yeah, because people walking rather than walking around with their smartphone, which is what they must be doing, because we're seeing eighty-five percent of downloads directly to smartphones. So when they're listening at home, sorry, they're listening on their smartphones or their tablets. Um, it would be easier to say, "Hey, Alexa, you know, play hardcore history," and play the latest episode. 
while you cook a very long dinner, um, five hours yeah. long to make that dinner. And now that I'm going to the gym a lot, guess what I'm listening to on the gym? I'm listening to shows, you know? So, mm -hmm. but I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a podcast nerd. I'm, that's what I listen to. So I, I'm not within the demographic of this sample for sure. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, and I, and I, I still, because I have such a long commute with my kid to take him to school, you know, I can spend as much as two hours in the car. So for me, that's work and yeah. listening time. But I'm, a, you know, most people are 20 minutes in the car or less, less. So, yeah, I still think that there's some, um, correlation here between at work and at home that, that may skew higher for podcast listening. I don't, I mean, Tom, it might be something to dive into a little bit more and break out. Um, because more and more people, I mean, I mean, both of us, I mean, all three of us work from home, but, but, um, but we have to give time. There's a lot of people that are doing that now. But again, if we think about this, I'm just going to give, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. He asked, the, this question is pretty direct. Location listened to most often. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if, if, you know, in this sample of people, if 52% of them were over, I think there was a 2,000 people survey on this. If 52% of them said, I listen at home the most, they listen at home the most. So we have to kind of take that yeah, at base value. Yeah, but that may be uh, a subgroup that maps more to um to people that are but, at work okay again i'm gonna play devil's advocate he yeah. this is a random survey of 2,000 people and 52 sure. percent said i listen at home i have to go back and rethink maybe some of this I, I i don't know i yeah we have to look at it as a whole so and I admit, I have a hard time wrapping my head around this because I, I would have thought the in-car personally i thought the in-car truck number would have been bigger but or I think I thought, but not a lot of people live in cities, don't have a car or truck, they're on a bus. But then you yeah, go back to right. public transportation, it's only 3%. I'm like, then I really scratch my head. Yeah, I'm not as, Todd, I'm not as surprised at the 47, 50% number for the in-car stuff. I'm just surprised at the at the at-home versus at-work number just oh. because of, of what Rob was saying and what we all see in our yeah. numbers is that right. consumption is so strong during Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of the mm -hmm. week um, that, yeah, I mean, that it, it just doesn't make make as much sense. I went and looked at the numbers that we had for downloads on, on March 1st, which was a Wednesday, and compared that to March 4th. Um, so that was a 37.8% drop. Well, it does, it, just, uh, it does this. It's a, you know, yeah, that's mm -hmm. how it's, that's been, right. you know, it's, yeah, exactly. It peaks on Wednesday, it, it rises mm -hmm. on Tuesday and it starts, you know, to that's why my, my, my show Thursday. I record on Thursday and release on Friday does not do as good as my Monday show that, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's just normal. That follows that's, the pattern. That yeah. show's always going to be, you know, about 10% lower. Yeah. So, but, but then again, it's only 10%. So that means that people are listening on Friday and Saturday too. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, that's true. But it is interesting. Right. It makes you think. All right, and it depends on the type of show, too. I yeah. mean, um, if it's anything business-oriented, yeah, Monday is your best day to release. So this particular slide, next one, um, podcast listing, and the and talks about how much they've listened to. Um, the entire podcast episode, 40%. Most of the podcast, 45%. Less than half the podcast, 10%. And just the beginning of the podcast, 5%. So... I want to talk mm. just a little mm. bit about this particular slide and specifically because now, okay, I'm not claiming, claiming to be Omni, 
but we do break down how much of the file is delivered on a um an active play and um well this i guess i can't say this because i know because i'm just talking about a model file downloaded i can't I, i've never been able to claim that someone has listened all the way through so it it it, it this is an app this is not apples and apples this is apples and oranges well, I mean, so i guess it doesn't won't we cross. have some we have smartphone apps that have consumption it says how much a person's listened to in percentage mm-hmm. and then we've got the, the web player and we can kind of see what people do with our own web player the consumption how people consume between listening on a mobile device and listening on a web player huge difference i mean if you make it five percent of the way through on a web player yeah. only about five percent will ever make it to 95 percent. but on a smartphone yeah. if you make it five percent of the way through 90 percent will make it 95 percent of the way through um uh, again, the just small sample, our data, our, our devices that we looked at. But but so if you're at, the, tells me the web players are more sampling, um, right? Methods. But if you're at eighty five percent with the entire mm-hmm. podcast and most of the podcasts, uh, that to mm-hmm. me says that's good. That's huge. I, I, I like this. One. Uh, I, I wish that I I think just you know it's hard to believe it though, isn't it, guys? It, no, you think this I, is I think high? People hit play. I think people yeah, hit play. It, oh, it I don't think it's high. On the mobile high. device, they put the device in their pocket, they get in the car, uh, and they drive. No, they Rob, I actually, personally, again, I I don't have, I only have download data based on active plays, you know, putting those snippets back together. Um, I think it's, personally, I think it's a little higher, but again, I'll take this number, and I'm happy with it. 85% is awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. Less than so half, even. it's higher you, than 85%? Yeah, or, are listening to most or entire episodes? Again, I'm not, I, this is not apples and apples. This is apples and oranges. I'm just looking at how much of the bits were served on an active play. Not Again, it doesn't, it, it, it's still, you cannot correlate it to, did someone actually listen for, you know, 56 minutes of a 60-minute program? Like, you can't, you know, I don't care what Omni says, you can't use that number. It's, it's, a, it's a percentage of download that was delivered on an yeah. active play. Yeah, so, I'm starting to see some numbers out of the speaker platform that kind of kind of show fall off, you know, f- you know, at the at various minute marks of what people are listening to, and it it falls off pretty fast. It's um, interesting. I, I guess it depends it, on the content, right? It, depends it, on how and, engaged and again, the audience it depends is. on, and it, right. it depends on how they're consuming. Are they consuming on a mobile device? Are they consuming or a web player? You know, right? Tom, or a web. And Tom says 85 percent is awesome. Be glad it isn't lower. Oh, I wholeheartedly. Oh yeah, agree. no, no, Tom. I, 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 I <laughs> no, like this slide. I'm no. saying this matches up to what I've seen. So no uh, problems with this. I, slide. I, I would, I would think it just, just in person. Okay, again, I'm just using da- data that really doesn't mm-hmm. fully match. I, I think it's a little higher personally, but that's okay. We'll take the 85. <laughs> so you think it's closer to 90? Yeah, I think it's a uh, ninety or ninety-five percent. Well, and also, what what's, I think, what's what's considered most of the podcast? Is it seventy-five percent? Is that what we're well? You know, if most ads are within the first fifty percent of the show anyway, so we're covered. <laughs> we don't care, right? Well, right. as far as that goes, yeah, yeah. Sure. And in, in less than half the podcast is only ten percent. But you know, here's the interesting: just the beginning of the podcast. This is this is something podcasters have to think about. We we've done some. Um, in fact, I've changed my show intro completely based on um, some stuff that some studies we've done 
you better get out of the gate. <laughs> when you're starting your show, you better get out of the gate and rock and roll. Quick. Uh, quick. Yeah, you got to get out quick. That's why I don't play an intro no more. No more intro. I play no intro to my show. I get out of the gate and I go. Um, don't forget to use the word you. Yeah. Do you see that survey? from? There was a YouTube thing where it said people that use say you at the beginning of their videos uh, have oh. a much higher oh, that's um, play th player rate. Because uh, I think they're talking rate. to them. All right. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, you better get out of the gate because if you don't get out of the gate, they're gone. <laughs> you know, and I warn people too that I always tell my new audience, you know, we, we, this show's different. We do spend 10 minutes jibber jabbering about stuff. Fair warnings and skip ahead to the content. You know. But but based on this bar chart, um, only five percent listen to just the beginning. Well, those are the people that are going to bounce. I know, but that's only five percent. Right? I know. So, but you still—it's a small number. It's not bad. You still need to get out of the gate. <laughs> I know. I agree. I think, I'm not I, I think, disputing that. I'm just telling yeah. you, just based on these numbers yeah, here, it's yeah, not going to awesome. have an impact, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. It goes against my better judgment too, as well, huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, let's go to the next one. Method of listening to podcasts. So this one, again, percent ever. Now remember, percent ever using method to listen to a podcast. So this is how they could have listened to ever in the life of the time they've been listening. So 77% click on listen immediately. They have done that. 41% have downloaded and listened later. And 27% subscribe to podcasts and download later. That number surprised me, the 27%. I wonder really how many podcast listeners even know if they've downloaded the podcast um, because the software does it for them. I'm going to guess that a high percentage of podcast listeners don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, when they say click on podcast and listen immediately, that episode for many has already been downloaded and they're playing, they're clicking and playing on an episode that's already downloaded. They just didn't know. And I also hear a lot of podcasters that only promote iTunes. They don't pr promote Android, so you know that that subscribe to podcasts. If you, if my numbers are correct on the number of podcasters that are ignoring Android, I'm not surprised at 27 percent number, maybe because it could be 52 percent or 54 percent if every podcaster said, "Oh, by the way, click on you know subscribe to Android the same way you do on iTunes on your website." Um, even though we're seeing huge, huge, huge growth of Android from a subscription mm -hmm. standpoint. Um, so are you guys saying that, that, that you guys think that a lot of podcast consumers don't realize that they've subscribed to a podcast and that it's automatically downloaded in the background and they don't know? I don't, I don't know if I'd say that. I don't have any data to prove that. That's okay. just, I mean, Rob, you're, you're just guessing, right? I'm just saying, I think a lot of people don't realize what they've done, but they, <laughs> they don't, I, it's just, when you talk to people, it, not everybody knows how podcasts I think they know they've subscribed, right? How mm -hmm. they get it, they don't care, right? We don't care how they get it as long as they get it. Well, but Todd, is that really well, true? Because we've we've said on this show for many years that, that people uh, want to download on Wi-Fi, right? They don't want well, to just have it. In, in the in, podcast app, time. won't download shows if they're too big on, on, on a data so connection. You have to force it. Right. I mean, are people aware of their data plans here well the, i mean we've we've talked about this slide and this study in the past right but but you got to think about it yeah. too most people what are the what is it what is okay i know what i do i walk out the door i turn off wi-fi i walk in the door i turn on wi-fi unless yeah. i'm going to starbucks or something in in to 
to in, in if I'm in the car and let's say let's say a new episode has come out and the podcast app has synced it, yeah. and I'm off Wi-Fi and I say, oh man, I want to listen to the latest whatever show, and I just go and it shows up in the podcast app. And I hit play. It's active. It's not downloaded yet. It's actively playing. I don't know that. I have no clue. Is a, is a even today me as a user, but if I walk in my house, let's say the new episode came out while I was still at home, yeah. and the podcast app just does it. It's going to be there. I I don't know yeah. how it's been delivered. It, it's and it's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. I think most people just don't know. I think they just listen to their show. They don't know if it's been downloaded or if they're actively playing. They have no clue. Right. Because what this this study has continued to show over the many years is that people are subscribing less and there's fewer automatic downloads. In, in the long the run, the basis of the medium. In right? long run, who cares? It doesn't matter. To, well, it matters to us because we're we're long timers. Uh, We've seen the growth and the development. It was based on subscription, and, I, I, and we're seeing it shift away from that, right? Well, I've been saying for a long time, I don't care how they get it as long as they get it. Well, sure. Sure, it's a bigger picture, but what's what's the behavior that w- that this medium was built on versus oh, yeah. the oh, direction of course. it's Subscribing. going right now? Well, I mean, yeah. you know, look, the fact that 77% say they're, cl- cl- they're listening immediately, that's good because we can then go and we show it to advertisers and say, look, people are listening. Yeah, yeah. all those downloads, they're listening. Mm-hmm. They're not just downloading, they're listening. Yeah. Tom Sorry. says earlier, Todd, you have a lot of niche podcasts, which oh, it's it basically I have a lot of niche podcasts. I have a broad range of podcasts. I don't have niche. I have a huge broad swath. Um, Tom says, don't discount social media. A lot of leading network shows significant listening from social media links. Your networks might be different. No, it's there's a lot of social media interaction, but they're not going to listen. They're not listening. Oh, it to sounds a- like someone's trying to justify Snooki's numbers. No. No, but but they're they're not listening to whole episodes on Facebook. I can tell you that they listen to about two three minutes and they're gone. They do not listen to now. What's weird? Twitter. Some people do listen to full episodes on Twitter, but um, you know. But again, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how they get it as long as they get it. And I still I'm a big fan still subscribing. And I tell my audience personally to subscribe. Every, and what do I do? What, what do I say? Let's, let's just, you know, I bring up my website. I tell them you can get it on TuneIn. You can get it on uh, uh, Stitcher. You can get it on Android. You can get it on Google Play. You can get it on iTunes. Uh, if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, then click the more subscribe information on the page, and it brings up a page telling them how to subscribe. You know, so I don't care how they get it as long as they get it. But I do, Rob, I understand holistically. <laughs> we want everyone to subscribe, right? Yeah. Well, because that, but then that opens the Pandora's box of the problem, right? Of the black hole of data is just because it's download doesn't mean we know anybody listened to it. Well, well right? until, <laughs> yeah, right? and guess what? That's going to be a problem from here until some point in the future if Apple ever decides to give us click play data back uh, via their system. And that takes us back to the Omni question too. Right? Well, you know, let's quit giving them credit where credit's due because they're unwilling to come on and justify and be able to, you know, explain, explain what, they're doing. what they're doing besides yeah. uh, getting a percentage of download versus a percentage of play. And, and they did clarify they, they can, um, they, they say they can do within 10 seconds. And I, um, <laughs> unless they're doing some trickery on the CDN and limiting the packet size. 
So anyway, and that has the potential of creating a poor listening experience. Well, again, that's they right. Could, they, I mean, well, they it could, could be, cause cause some breaks yeah, in the the playback that's, experience. And if it isn't in there, if they figured it out, congratulations. <laughs> and you know, which means that they're trying to recreate streaming in progressive. No, download. no, no. It's and again, they're saying thirty percent on bite serve. So let's not get into. Let's not give okay. them any more credit or credit because they don't get credit. They need to come on the show and explain themselves to get credit. <laughs> defend defend our arguments that's right all right i just don't understand okay i'll be quiet so anyways any more we beat this slide with a dead horse any anything more all right we're moving on percentage of all podcasts downloaded then listened to so again going back to your argument rob maybe do they do or do not know so have okay the question is, have ever downloaded podcasts to listen at a later time? 52%, 76 to 100%, 26 to 50, 20%, 51 to 75, 15%, 1 to 25. Isn't this just a yes or no? Have an podcast percent of all listen to at a later time. Percent of all podcasts downloaded. This so they're saying that they're, they're, I guess what they're saying is seventy-five to one hundred percent of the podcast that you download at some point you're going to listen to. Fifty-two percent oh, said yes. They, okay, okay, okay. I think that's what this slide means. Uh, so that they're saying okay. So if you downloaded ten episodes, did you um, listen to fifty-two percent say they're going to listen to seven and a half to ten? Uh, of them. And if you downloaded, you know, thirteen uh, percent, they're going to listen to one to two and a, two and a half of those. Right. And and here's where we where we can you know, largely tell what's going on, you know, actually from a, what's really happening in the space. And I, and I keep explaining this to people and they, and people keep still looking at me like I'm, you know, so the, the official, the official word from Apple, and this is in their spec and they've actually got three sets of rules and I wish I had them all here, but it's in the iTunes spec. If, and here's the base one. You don't listen to a show five or more episodes, they stop automatically downloading it. And then the second rule is, yeah. I think if you haven't listened to a show in 30 days, they stop. So there's three rules, and I, I don't have them in front of me. But what you'll see, and, and here's the thing that we all, and this is what I tell salespeople, and this is non-related to this slide, is we look at the trend over time, mm -hmm. over a 90-day period. What is an audience doing on a show over a 90-day period? What's the average? And this is what we can expect a show to deliver, and this is what I'm going to bill you. Um, so we can tell in a situation, okay, and, and again, no guarantee that they listen, but at least we know that, that they are probably listening because if they're subscribed and because iTunes and iOS still makes up, what, 67, 68% of total, again, I haven't run numbers in a mm -hmm. couple of months, 67, 70% of the total, we just use Apple only. We know mm -hmm. that if you haven't listened for five of episodes, they stop downloading and those audience members are gone. So I think we can tell if people are listening or not. But, At least it's a story to tell. And that, and I haven't told the whole story here, but. Um, well, and also these, these numbers are very subjective because they're, they're asking a question and that, that listener has to guess. They have to right? know that they downloaded. So, it, well, it, yeah. And it's like, 
are they really going to remember at this level of detail? So, I think they're they're guesstimating, right? So if I was to change this question off, I say, have you ever subscribed to a podcast? And then how many Not podcasts did you subscribe to that you have? It's a hard question to ask. So it's, Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. I can't tell you how many episodes I downloaded in in the last. Yeah, I could. I think it's just Not a, a guesstimate that they're 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 guessing here. Have you ever downloaded podcasts to listen to time later? And I, if I look at my own playlist, I just use me as an example. I probably got about fifty percent of the things I've subscribed to. I haven't listened to recently. Sure. You know, and then sometimes I have to tell iTunes start downloading again when I come back to it. And I, miss I think it, it also also depends on how many subscriptions you have. If you have right. probably more than maybe two or three or four, yeah, you, that percentage is going to go up. Yeah. Daniel says, are. "I mean, if you're subscribed to to Joe Rogan and um, Adam Carolla, you're talking about guys that are releasing sometimes five episodes a week that are a couple yep. hours long. Yep. And so, if, you, I mean, if you haven't listened to one of those episodes in five days, it stops downloading." At least in iTunes. I think Daniel says, I think introducing words like subscribe, stream, and download aren't widely understood by podsumers. That's true. They just want to listen. (laughs) Uh, That's true. Least of all, the actual action of of subscribing and 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 understanding how that function works. And and Tom, bravo. Bravo, bravo. Daniel, I think podsumer is the worst word here. We don't use stream in that question. Thank you. Don't use that word. Don't use the word stream. But, you know, a lot of podcasts, oh, you just stream the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the consumer, they don't, they don't care. They just want to listen. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm, I'm on that boat. I don't like the word stream oh, either. Next slide, guys. Talk oh. about subscriptions. Oh, <laughs> have, have you ever subscribed to a podcast? Number of podcast. Oh, number of podcasts subscribed. Hey, there's a number we're used to. Average is six podcasts subscribed to. That yep. uh, that kind of rings pretty true. That's that's been a number that's been. I mean, even back in the days when I was working on Zoom, it was like five to six was the was the highest percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think more concerning here is um, you've got at least twenty percent they're listening to one, so. That mm-hmm. to me is, I wish that number could go to like 10 or 5% because if podcasters were doing a good job in cross promoting, mm-hmm. if everyone was cross promoting, there's no reason that number should be one. That number, that yeah. number should be much higher. Yeah. I'd like to see what the percentage of, of, um, actual episode listening that happens with the folks that are in one and two subscriptions. Yeah. I think I mean, you know, is you it even higher back. than the 80, 85%. I mean, if you go back a few slides, when they talked about, you know, how many people are listening a monthly podcasting, we went from 21% to 24%. That's a pretty mm-hmm. big increase there that mm-hmm. have um, listening on a monthly basis. Um, so most of the people that are the new ones, you're going to imagine are going to be ones. Yeah. And hopefully, you mm-hmm. know, people ones will twos. find yeah. podcasts like potato chips and then they'll move on to more. But <laughs> you can never only eat one. Is that what the <laughs> right? Right. So I, I, I think I think the one is more related to the fact that we are still a growing medium. Yeah, and people are just discovering podcasting still. Okay, let's switch to up. Oh, in car media is the next thing. I, I think well, that's honestly a bad topic. Yeah, let me take the uh, 
And we've got 15 minutes before I get a blast, folks. Can you believe we've already been at this more than an hour? So um, overall, I'm pretty pleased. I'm, you know, I'm just, uh, um, I think really my only delta is, is probably in demos um, and in the number of folks that are using mobile versus, you know, again, but maybe that's not necessarily the apples to oranges discussion either, but. Tom, thanks for your team, man. I, I appreciate you guys doing this every year and, and yeah. putting it out. I'm excited about what's going to happen with Alexa and Google Home and, uh, you know, the set top, the over-the-top boxes have uh, declined. You know, they're not as uh, popular as they were in years past. I think it's largely because these these types of devices are coming on the market that, you know, I get, you know, Google Home sitting right here like two feet from me and uh, two Alexa devices in the house too. So. Well, and I have the a, question I, I have was when is the the Alexa device or the the Alexa platform coming to cars? You know. Yeah, and it's going to be via the Ford Sync system. They're going to have uh, Alexa in the Ford in a in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's anyway. They, home. Again, yeah. I don't care how they get it, as long as they get it. <laughs> yeah, I you did know? hear that the the Cortana platform is has decided that they're going to. They're going to put out the opportunity to build skills as well. Cortana is um, a platform. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, Todd. There's a lot, still a lot of Windows users out there. So, mm-hmm. uh, Tom says we have more research coming soon about Alexa, Google. I, I think that Alexa has got a massive head start on on Google, and uh, not that Google can't catch up, but uh, you there's know. actually slides in here about about the Alexa, Todd. So you might want to. You know, just to give you an example, Angelo went to the uh, Amazon AWS conference and he took a class on programming for Alexa. It was uh, a thousand bucks for a one day seminar. Uh, there was over a thousand people at that event. So if that gives you an idea, the dev desire to build towards um, that platform. So let me go ahead here and yeah, Todd, forward. go back to slide 11. 11. If you want to get the smart speaker awareness slide. Yeah, I'm bringing it up. Okay. 57% of Amazon Alexa, Google Home 45, aware of either 63%. That's huge. That's huge. But then go to the next slide and and there's a little bit of upside. Huh. So people, of course, you know, let's, let's be honest, they're running the living crap out of ads on TV and people are, if, if people are still watching advertisements, um, they're learning about it, It, but, hmm. Yeah. So the actual ownership of the Alexa, um, or, or the echo or that platform is 5%. So a lot of Google home is 2%. So. Yeah, but five percent from more basically no, than but five percent from basically nothing a year ago. Has has yeah. the uh, has Amazon or Google come out with sales numbers on those units? No. They, have they I broke that out? They haven't, have they? But they've been really effective at driving awareness though, which is a leading indicator of adoption. So if you look at that number, my God, sixty three percent are aware of either uh, Amazon Alexa or Google Home. And then the next question is is the if the only if the adoption is at five percent and two percent for the devices right now, does that mean that people are aware of it but 
they just haven't had enough information to push them over the edge to buy one and trying to figure out utility or there's not enough you know not enough value there for people to justify spending the right. 50 to right, right. 100 bucks yeah. to buy one hmm. well i i think it's uh okay go back i think it's exciting hey let's i do have a couple topics tom uh you know we'd love to have you on the show down the road but uh great job to your team and putting this together this year we we appreciate it very yeah. much the podcasting community uh, you guys get a lot of mileage out of this thing because everyone's going to be using your slides for the next 12 months and it'll be <laughs> yeah, in every powerpoint all their presentations you know it'll right. be in every powerpoint i see so uh <laughs> Thanks for that. And uh, Rob uh, Rob Greenley, why don't you uh, tell Spreaker to write the check and have him do the global one? You guys. You guys hey, you, there you go. It's you, all on. You guys, you guys are a global company, so, uh, you know, you're <laughs> based overseas. So you guys uh, but put your Spreaker sponsorship uh, or Spreak, uh, the underwriting. It's not a sponsorship. The underwriting logo underneath there. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Sounds good to me. Hey, yeah. I want to talk about um, the latest news about SoundCloud having some... You know, we know they lost $52 million, but there continues to be a lot of discussion in the space about them, uh, a lot of risk going forward for them. It's, they're talking fire sale on yeah. on SoundCloud. The, the, the latest is they're willing to sell it for what the investors have put in it. $250 million was the right. investment amount. Wow. Right. Yep. Yeah, they were asking what it was a billion, then it went to $750 million, and now they're down to two fifty. $250 million. Wow. That's a huge investment if you think about that. But platform. if they're losing $52 million a year, right. who, who in there, who, At who, least. someone's got to be smoking crack to go spend, you know, uh, I'm going to give you $250 million for a business that's losing money. <laughs> mm-hmm. And with the potential in your, your competing, and of course, that's in the infinite dial research too, tells about where they fall out and, in some places, SoundCloud was like sixth, seventh, or eighth. Uh, you know, you guys can look at this yourself. Just, I have the link to this. But you know, I, I'm just their competitors. So here's what I'm just going to tell SoundCloud podcasters, and you guys can weigh in. What make sure you have a plan. <laughs> um, you get that feed under control. You can host your media anywhere. But if if they pull the plug, and I'm not saying they will. And I'm not saying they're not going to get bought, and but priorities change for companies. And if they go, and and you are you don't have your feed, you're screwed. Well, you can go to Apple iTunes and have it changed over there, but the current subscribers are gone. So please understand that when someone subscribes to your show, and of course, according to the Infinite Dial, subscribing is not as important now. But if they are subscribed to your show, they are subscribed to your feed, and if your feed goes dead. There is no recourse. No. My, my theory a few years ago, we'll see if it plays out, was that the record labels were going to com- combine together, the three major record labels who are already investors in SoundCloud, and do a takeover buyout of the company. And if they do that, if they go through with that, I think the first thing they'll do is kill the download. Twitter is mm-hmm. an investor too, $50 million dollars. In SoundCloud as well, so they got to stay. Oh, so what? So, so you got a company that's never made money investing in another company that's never made money. Brilliant. <laughs> hey, they got a lot of goodwill, and uh, you know the stock is to uh, is fine. <laughs> I mean, who? I mean, 
besides some record labels, who would buy SoundCloud at this point? The only thing I can think of is Google. But I don't even think that they would be in, I mean, necessarily in the game. I get a lower shade. Go ahead and keep talking. I mean, Rob, is there any thoughts? I mean, who else I mean, can you think of in the market that would that would pick up SoundCloud? Well, Google was the latest rumor. I mean, so originally, what was it? Um, uh, there was Spotify was at the, it was eleventh hour, and they were going to buy Twitter was eleventh hour, and they backed see, out. So, um, so really, Google's the current latest rumor of who's going to buy them. But that rumor has been going on since I don't know November, December. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a deep pocket thing, and it could be just a price point thing if they're talking about fire sale. Yeah. Well, that's what the blogs are talking about. And and if Google's smart, why would you buy them back in December when you know they're burning money? You you come in at the last minute right before they collapse. Yeah, exactly. At the absolute lowest price. At a huge discount. Yeah. Right. And uh, also another news, congratulations to uh, Gary Leland for being – he got a Gary Leland Day in – in Arlington, Texas, mayor recognized him. So congratulations to Gary on that. That's great. Um, also, Gary Leland Day. Yeah, That's awesome. Gary Leland. Yes. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and who who would have ever thought that the number one podcast right now in the universe would be the Missing Richard Simmons Show? Um, <laughs> Agreed. Um, who would have thunk, right? You know. So uh, hey, any way we can get good publicity, I- I'll take it. It is kind of a an oddball one, but uh, uh, you know that's that's the latest serial is, and and they did how to, check this out. ABC News did a whole like three or four minute segment on this. Uh, Todd, Todd, you're going to get us kicked off at of YouTube. You well, know, that's why I'm stopping the video from playing. Uh, oh my gosh, this thing wants to play and get me busted for a copyright violation so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh yeah they okay see I, i've tried to stop it five times okay I, I, i'm sure the youtube bot will be very sympathetic yes it will ban ban hammer comes out but uh anyway yeah they did a nightline spot on you know richard simmons out of the limelight for three years but uh so anyway, there's a lot more news that's going on. And we, we pull a lot of our news for this show from uh, pod2pod.com and podcasternews.com. If you have you know anything that you think we should be talking about, we want you to email it to us for sure. But um, yeah. Anyway, what else is going on? I'm going to go start my Missing Sharon Stone podcast right after we get done here. Is she missing? Missing Sharon Stone podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new uh, content genre, right? Right. Is she Where actually is missing, celebrity? or do you wish she would is missing? Oh, I, <laughs> okay, gotcha. Just someone you haven't heard of from a while. <laughs> yeah, all those pod pod fade uh, podcasts can come out with a new new show now. You know, there's hope for pod no faded shows. Missing. You know, yes. we you know, and it's it's going back to you know the, you know we're starting internally to see some shift in numbers in it. And, I, and I've talked about it already on this show is that um, I think podcasters are starting a lot of the new podcasters are getting the message you have to work hard <laughs> and we're not seeing as uh, at least in recent times we're seeing less shows fail at the beginning because they at least there's enough information out there now that they understand that uh, 
You know, they're not going to be a YouTube Casey uh, Neistat overnight. They got to work at it. Yeah. So. It's going to be more competitive out there. That's for sure. And it's not like, there seems like there's a podcast content company popping up every day. I I read about one. I was like, who are these guys? And I reached out and they're like, oh, yeah, we just started with uh, 15 shows. And I'm like, wow. You know? (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of money going into content right now. What do you think about that, Rob? You know, in these, you know, you know, you look at Gimlet; they're very successful, obviously. And what do you, what do you think about all these uh, companies doing you know, content plays? That's you know, that's their game. That's their that's their business. If your business model is to make great content, I think you're ultimately long term. It's gonna it's gonna be difficult. Uh, what's it, what's good? I mean, that's so subjective. And then people get upset, you know, or think it's crazy when Gimlet cancels a show. Of course they cancel shows. Some of the Gimlet shows suck. Um, some are good. Some suck. And it's just going to be with anything. You know, how many oh, yeah. shows on television make it five seasons? Right. Or even three seasons. Um, so creating content as your business model is really subjective at best. Um now, what I see is more of these micro networks that are going to be popping up that are niche based, and I think that's going to be what your your future trend is, uh, where people can cross promote with one another on on topics that are very similar. Um, Hence the and, the farmer network that just launched. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like farmers have very much time to listen to podcasts. They're sitting in the field for eighteen hours a day. If anyone's if they're riding be, around on their tractor, Todd, they could be listening to podcasts. Believe me, I bet you they are. You know, some of those modern tractors are nicer than our cars. I know, exactly. They've got yes. air conditioning units in there and probably have full stereo yeah, systems. Absolutely. And they're, yeah. they're all plugged in where you can plug in your, you know, they got Bluetooth and the whole nine yards. So they're all, they're GPS controlled too. So most of them aren't even driving. They're just sitting in there. Until they get to the end and have to turn around, you yeah. know. Well, it's a um, fun time for the space and uh, awareness continues to build. And we just, as long as this mainstream media keeps talking about it, I love it. It's uh, any news is good news um, at this point. And, and I think we're going to start seeing an uptick uh, outside the United States, too. As it grows here, it's going to grow overseas. Ooh, maybe another resurgence in podcasting. <laughs> so are we going to see another uh, boost in listenership because of uh, the discovery of Richard Simmons, you think? You, oh, the, the missing R- Richard Simmons? Yeah, yeah. You think you're going to see hope a so. bump in? I hope so. You know, hey, you know, any again, all news is good news, you know, in this space. Um, you know, it's businesses, you know, at least on the business side, it's pretty crazy right now. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. You know, there's enough business to go around too, and I don't hear anyone complaining. Yeah. So, well, Todd, you probably need to get on the road, don't you? Yes, I. Oh my God, I need to get out of here. All right. Um, Rob Walsh, thank you for coming on, and we appreciate you being on the show as always. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Thanks yeah. for having me back. Yep, absolutely. In the in the chat room, thanks for uh, talking to us. And Tom, we look forward to talking to you down the road. We appreciate it. And again, uh, big uh, big Bravo Zulu to the Edison team. Of course, Rob Greenley, thanks for uh, showing up a little yeah. early this morning. Yeah, thanks, Todd. Definitely appreciate it. Again, Early is good. I know, you know, it's it's the least I could do considering the, the, the time you get up for this show. Yeah, it's <laughs> my daily norm. Uh, Rob W., where can they reach you? Uh, Rob at Libsyn, R-O-B at Libsyn.com, or you can check out my podcast when I come up with it, today at iOS.com. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, Rob G., 
How about you? Oh, just uh, Rob at Spreaker.com. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rob Greenlee. And I also do a, another podcast on Wednesday uh, at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern called the Spreaker Live Show at SpreakerLiveShow.com. And, of course, you can reach me, Todd, at Blueberry.com. Or you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Geek News. Of course, definitely check out my regular tech show that started this whole madness at GeekNewsCentral.com. <laughs> And uh, about ready to bust over uh, another 100 marker here in a, a month or two. So uh, it's hard to believe it's where it's at. But uh, everyone, thanks for being here today on the New Media Show. Subscribe at NewMediaShow.com. Send your comments to either Rob and I. We'll make sure they get on the air or get on the show. Air, ha, ha. Or anyway, everyone take care. We'll see you next time here on the New Media Show. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.